This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. Eric, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic, Todd. I hear you're doing well yourself. I hear you're wearing some uh, new gear. Maybe not the normal. It's well, not new gear. I don't it's, know what you're wearing ever on the podcast, to be quite honest. <laughs> well, no, not unless I call it out. Well, and, it, and it's not new gear. It's 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 frightfully old gear. It's just gear that has not seen the light of day for a while. Dusted um, it off. Yeah, well, and it, not quite literally, but probably could have been. And that is, I am in an old t-shirt, uh, some sweatpants, and some, some you know, gym shoes. Uh, trainers, as I believe they call them across the pond. As today, I am working to try and get back into shape. Um, and so, we're going to kick into some workout routines post-podcast. So, I'm all geared up for that. Yeah, that's... Uh... It is going towards, you know, to be untraditional, you're not doing the New Year's resolution. You're doing the <laughs> the month after New Year's resolution. <laughs> and I mean, a resolution. This is a. Yeah, because. Yeah, yeah, New Year's resolutions are the kiss of death to me. Like if you it, like it, it, they they seem good in 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 concept. It's like, OK, set, setting a goal. That's the thing I can get behind setting a timeline. That's the thing generally I can get behind. Tying it to something as specific as the beginning of the year, somehow that always just sent just it puts it over the edge. Because unfortunately, I like I like to set goals. I like to you know figure out what a reasonable goal is and work towards that, and that's all good, and that tends to go well. Putting time frames around things is helpful. gives gives you some structure, gives you something to to build around or or upon. That's great. There's just something about, okay, starting, you know, the first of the month, uh, you know, first of the year, and then something, you know, it's just one of those things to where as soon as something starts to go wrong, as soon as you hit that first fail point, I'm sorry, as soon as I hit that first fail point, there's a just a conversation that happens in my head that's like, well, you screwed that up, you, you blew your streak, you it, it was a good run while we had it, let's go get ourselves a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> and and so I've just, you know, it only took me, you know, 30, 40 years to finally figure it out. But I'm finally like, yeah, that doesn't really work for me. I'm not going to set myself up that way. I'm I still want to do things. I still want to set goals and whatever. But I'm not going to tie that anchor of New Year's immediately to the goal because it's just going to sink the son of a bitch. So, yeah. Yeah. From what I've realized, at least for me, I, there's always – it's not even a date or time. There's always something that triggers me that says, yep, need to um, need to get back on this. What mm-hmm. what triggered it What triggered it that you said, hey, I'm going to start, you know, walking, doing whatever this today? Uh, you know I mean, it's a trigger it, point or has oh, it been a slow gradual abso- build? I mean, it, it's been a slow build um, in a very literal sense. <laughs> but there was a specific, you know, tipping point. And that is definitely, you know, stepping on the scale. Okay. Like, well, and I guess, I guess there's a slight difference between planning for goals that coincides with the end of the year, beginning of the year, and setting resolutions. Because the one I do, the one I have chosen not to do, 
like at the near the end of last year and the beginning of this year, I did start start to think about what is it that I'd like to do to to make different because it's, it's it's a new year, it's a good opportunity to sure. kind of review your year and plan for the future and whatever. It's it's more of the setting things in concrete that I have the problem with. So I was looking at my goals and like, okay, you know, and one of those is, you know, hey, Todd, you're getting, you're getting, you're getting a little tubby. That Thorbod is, is not really what you want for, for longevity purposes. And I tend to do a thing where I, you know, before I start on a particular initiative, I start tracking things and, and sort of quantifying things ahead of time to sort of get a baseline in this case, it was, you know, okay, I'm going to look at, you know, my my weight. So uh, pretty much from the beginning of the year, well, for months now, every morning I start by hopping on the scale. And I've got a little app that I can make note of, okay, here's what my weight is. And it's the same app I track, you know, all of my exercise from the Apple Watch flows over to it. I track all of my food. You know, I don't act on any of this information. <laughs> I just catalog it so that I, I can in the future sort of deal. And so... I was around 250, 255 at the end of the end of 2020, which at six foot two is not terrible. It's just that all of that weight tends to, you know, aggregate around the gut area. Like if I yeah. was in better shape, that would probably be just a fine weight to be. If it were muscle, be a good professional not, wrestler. Right, was, right. Know. If it were, if it were, you know, <laughs> if it were distributed in the correct areas, we wouldn't have That's a problem. Uh, but that is not the case. And so I started, you know, uh, I've got a, a page in my bullet journal that is just, you know, I started, you know, gritting out a little graph of here's here's my weight. Since then, you know, with my goal being is, you know, I want to get this down from 250 to, you know, what I can't remember. I don't think I actually set a number. It's just I want to, you know, weigh less and be healthier. As we're recording this, it is the 25th of January. And... I'm looking at that graph and it is pointing in the absolute freaking wrong direction, which is disheartening enough in and of itself. Yeah. But over, over the weekend, that figure clocked up to like the 200 and 265, 267. Like it's getting a little, little dangerously close to 270. And I'm like, this, this is a, uh, (laughs) this is a trend that can't continue. (laughs) Yeah. Something needs to be done here. And so, you know, my, my my key pieces are you know i don't i don't have enough activity uh especially as of late like pre-covid i would get 10,000 steps in literally without putting in any extra effort like yeah. working working downtown working in an office as a manager i was always on my feet going from you know cube to cube for my people or across floors to talk to other apartments like i was i was constantly in motion uh, you know, I'd get like an hour lunch break and I would use that to go walk around downtown Columbus for like a couple of miles every day. I mean, and it wasn't like power walking or running. It was just an, a, it wasn't a leisurely stroll, but it was, it was, you know, it, it was, you it got was a decent strides. walk. I'd, I'd you, strap you on, I'd, at a decent pace. yeah, I'd strap on the headset or, you know, the headphones and listen to a podcast or some music and, and zoom around the downtown for, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And, you know, like I said, I would... I would get 10,000 steps without even trying. Well, since I'm now working at home and the weather is gross and I'm no longer, you know, a manager and super stressed out from all that, I've become a lot more sedentary, which is not great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So just I I figure I need to start moving. I mean, I'm not going to suddenly be back in the office or, you know, downtown. So I need to 
move around on my own. I need to plan for that. And then the other thing is, is I tend to just graze all day long, like just constantly eating something, small quantities, but something. So I need to need to curb that. There, there's about to be a, oh, look, it's 8 p.m. You're not allowed to freaking eat anything, Todd. Knock that shit off. Sort of a roll. So that's the big health initiative. Yeah, no, that's uh, I think that's fair, uh, fair initiative and, and proper and should be, you know, it's smart that you're saying, hey, let's take advantage of the, you know, or let's look at this. I think a lot of people shifted unexpectedly during COVID, which changed a lot, you know, for it wasn't so problematic for me because, you know, obviously I had, you know, similar working environment, you know, same house, same yeah. so forth. Uh, maybe the biggest difference was I had, you know, more children around to an extent where yeah. and and or as my youngest child progresses through age, he becomes uh, increasingly more difficult to keep grounded or in one location uh for a while so my whole concept of not being able to walk on a treadmill or a um, elliptical or so forth i i fell in a similar similar circumstance where i you know gained more weight than i should uh, stop being as active my apple watch besides the new house and that was that was probably a bigger factor too moving meaning like i didn't have my set locations you know for the longest time the treadmill wasn't even plugged in right so I looked at it and, you know, I now can hit my exercise goal a lot easier because I have steps in the house. So I am right. constantly, you know, my heart rate goes up and so forth. But the the overall goal, even on my Apple Watch, shifted down. And I don't know if I accepted that or not. But for the most part, <laughs> I was always trying to get like – and if anyone with an Apple Watch understands that they – I think it's active calories. They, you know, it starts off right. at like a default of 400 and, and then it will – gradually say hey you probably should set your new goal for this because it'll take your average and or make it just enough of a stretch goal i think and yeah. for the longest time mine was like at 910 it was you know it was at 910 and that means that was semi of a stretch but i'd hit it every single day and then i noticed oh, that yeah. it went down to like 710 and so just by one year almost you know, you I, I took away yeah. 200 active calories, and I know for a fact that I'm adding those extra calories in, like you're saying, grazing and just snacking and right. so forth. Right. So, uh, and I'm not sure if I told you, but I've been doing similar. So I've been walking. I have hit every single ring goal for the month of January, and nice. I have walked uh, pretty much three times at three or four times a week at least. I'm not to the pace where I used to be or, or necessarily where I want to be. I'm still being tormented by the whole, I have so many things to do that I can't focus and just stand there and walk. Um, you know, like when you know that you have a bunch of stuff to do, it's difficult to just stand on a treadmill unless your brain is completely occupied by something else. So the most successful I've been has been watching like, um, a YouTube documentary on uh, Google search which they put out and I'm like, that was like the longest <laughs> I could go without realizing I was walking and saying, Oh, I better go do some other stuff. I hit my ring goal or whatever. So still working well, there. Well, I guess that was going to be my, that was going to be my question to you. Like you don't seem as averse to the physical activity in so much as you just have other demands on your time and it's hard to prioritize, you know, doing that fitness thing as opposed to, you know, this laundry list of other things that you need to do. And I guess my question was going to be is, you know, have you have you tried or found any success in trying to combo those things up? Because, like, I know folks who there are folks at work who have treadmill desks, 
like you know you know how folks have the, like the standing yeah. desks because yeah. that's you know meant to be healthier folks who've taken that a step further and their desk is like hovering over a treadmill situation uh, um, i mean yeah there's possibilities there i just don't you you'd have to be pretty darn good at typing right like i right I mean, oh. maybe there's a possibility <laughs> and and like i'm walking at a three to four miles per you know I don't know what they call it on that. It's just three miles per hour. Is that what I'd be walking at? I don't know. It's just three or four on the treadmill speed and four, you're kicking it. Four is a normal jog for most people. So there's no way okay. I could type. So I guess I could do it <laughs> if I wanted to make it as a like, yeah, we're just going to slowly walk at one, but that almost would be torture to me. Like walking slowly right. is, is worse than, you know, I'd rather just stand still. Yeah. <laughs> like I just no, can't handle right. it. That's uh, but no, that's no. How about how about this? We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll tell some treadmill stories. We'll talk a little bit more and we'll maybe we'll even issue each other a challenge. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken. But those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. Justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. All right, and we are back. Todd, you were talking about a treadmill, and um, I know this necessarily isn't, you know, this is a hodgepodge topic today for those that not realize it's a matter of, it, it might be a motivational speech for you to ask yourself, hey, maybe I should start working out, or should I do this, or or, or is, is fitness is fitness right for me in February of 2021, um, but it's also two brothers just talking about their, their journeys as well, so um todd so i'm going to throw a hodgepodge question out there uh, i think i've somewhat fixed the problem i have with my uh, sh electromagnetic shock treatments through my treadmill <laughs> yeah all right so, yeah so do you want to you want to give the give yeah, the listeners a little background on what that 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 entails all right so i've been talking to todd probably for over a year now that i get shocked uh while i'm walking on my treadmill so i'll use the Marco Polo app, which is a video conferencing app or whatever, just short snippets. And I'll talk to Todd sometimes. And, you know, to be truth be told, the most successful treadmill walks were actually when I was talking or listening to messages from Todd because I'm involved in something else. I'm not thinking about what else I have to do. Uh, the one time I think I talked to you for like 10 minutes, you talked back 10 minutes, so forth. And it was just like, oh, workout's done, you know. So during that i would get shocked several times and i think i mentioned to you todd i keep getting shocked what what's the possible solutions here and i looked it up online to find out all right if your treadmill is shocking you and then they came up with many solutions and you you chimed in with some as well and primarily yeah. it's primarily if i touch the left handle or anything metal it right. shocks the crap out of me to the point sometimes It'll turn the it'll turn the treadmill off. It's such right. an electron. Well, it'll go boof and it and it well, shuts down. Yeah. Well, I guess that's 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 the thing I want to kind of drive home to to listeners. This isn't a oh I'm I'm in you know shoes and shuffled across the carpet and I touched the doorknob and got a little you know static electricity you know zap sort of a thing. It it's 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 somewhere between that. And, you know, sticking your finger in an electrical outlet like it is it is a serious zap. I've you know, 
pre-COVID, I forget what the circumstances were, but I came up to visit you. And, <laughs> Did you do it? And, oh, yeah. And I hopped on. And I'm like, oh, you know, oh, cool. Because, I mean, let me, let me take a half step back here. Okay. And let me just preface this with saying jealous is not the correct word for what I'm about to say. <laughs> but there's a part of me that's a little jealous that you've got like a treadmill and elliptical in your place. Sure. Just because I just because I feel like if I'd had if I had room here at the house. Yeah. Your life would I'd be like a lot easier. To, I would like to think that I would leverage those things and might not be in my current situation. Now, I can't say that for sure. You know, I there, would. I have a feeling we, would. we could have had a treadmill, you know, here at the house and it would be used, you know, as a thing to hang laundry off of like it is in so many other people's homes. I don't know. But I would like to think that if I had those things, I would make use of them. And it's just, you know, the size of our condo with, you know cats and kids Girl, and just all of yeah. our stuff like there's just there's yeah. just no room for that uh, item and so you know you having those in the basement it's like yeah that that must be nice and i came to visit you for something yeah, and they were there and i'm like oh i'm gonna hop on this thing see you know how see how it goes and yeah i got about you know 15 steps onto the treadmill and went to go you know touch the thing and got zapped to shit and back and yeah it's it's a serious zap and like what you just said Sometimes it's enough of a zap that it kills the power to the treadmill. Like it's it's no joke. And like ever yeah. since then, I'm like Eric, I don't know. You should probably have this looked at. This seems this seems the opposite of healthy. So what did what did you find out? All right. Well, okay. So there's a couple things that I thought. So number one, they were telling you to put mats underneath the treadmill, like grounded or put mats. So I found some mats and I put it underneath the treadmill. Okay. So uh, didn't help. Still getting zapped. All right. So then I just realized, all right, it seems to me that it's only if I touch the metal on this uh, left-hand side, this left-hand handle. So the handle itself has like a rubber, like leather tire, like like a rubber, you know, a hard rubber. Right, um, right. But underneath there's the metal. So I cut off sleeves to a shirt and just put the the long sleeves on there (laughs) thinking, all right, like, let's just not touch the metal. Um, the sleeves are not long. They're, they were not thick enough because then I'd still boom, get it. You get zapped through the shirt. Yeah. Plus there are other areas on the, on the treadmill that, that also have metal that I found myself accidentally touching at times. Okay. Um, So here's, here's what I think the problem was. All right. When we bought it, treadmill like lifts up. You lift it, you lift the bottom part up and there's like this little latch thing that you pull out and it pokes in and it holds it in place. So on the right hand side, there's like, it's almost like a door lock, right? That you kind of pull out and there's a hole on the side of the one treadmill. So you lift it up and then there's, you pull out the little stick and it goes inside the hole and it keeps it standing up. Does that make sense? Not at all, but it's funny, and I'm gonna, just going to roll with it. Like, I feel like right. I would need to see it to, to understand, yeah. but... but It's just a door. It's like a door there, latch. It's like, a, it, it basically keeps it upright so you can make your treadmill smaller and move it around. Well, okay. when we bought it, it, was off, it wasn't aligned. So the hole wouldn't go, like the stick part that would hold it up doesn't go in the hole. So okay. my father-in-law and I took the part off and then moved it and then bolted it in with metal screws... So it would okay. actually be aligned. Okay. And I think I'm thinking to myself, those metal screws are causing somewhat of the problem. Right. Okay. And, I, and I, I think maybe there's some, you know, maybe they have to be a certain, um, a certain metal. Maybe they have to be, uh, I mean, this might be galvanized, whatever. And maybe it needs to be something right. else either way. So right. I took those out. 
And okay. it was not easy. One actually split, so there's still half uh, remnants of the screw. And I'm like, dang it, this is like this isn't gonna work. But I took it out, and I walked right. the other day. Now, granted, I only walked for a brief few, few seconds, you know, because right. I had to hit my move goal, and I didn't get shocked. So I'm thinking there's a possibility. So now, right now, I can't put the treadmill up uh, because of you know I took away the mechanics. But I'm thinking there was something to do with that metal piece of screw. That was causing me to get shocked every time. So when, so when you say up, you mean like to put the treadmill at like an incline as opposed to just being flat ground? Is that no? I mean, that right? so folding it up like folding it up like a um, like you know the mattresses and the beds that would go into the wall in the movies that the people always the, get the Murphy in. beds. Yeah, yeah, the, like yeah. those. Like it, you, you treadmill. Oh, it's, it's like a hinge up. situation. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you can make it a taco. Okay. Right. You know, you okay. Lift it up okay. You put, so that's so I can't do that right now because I took the little lever out. But from what I can tell, that might have fixed my shocking problem. Now, the next time I plan on walking for 15 to 30 minutes, I'll know for, for a fact because the shocking, you know, it does have definitely has something to do with the, um, you know, the, the traction and me walking. You know, right. I don't get shocked two minutes in if I'm only walking out of three. But if I start walking out of four, you know. Five minutes in, by God, I know not to touch that one handle. The other <laughs> handle's fine. And that also makes me believe the screws on that one side, the other handle I can touch all day long and not get shocked. So, But the other, the side the side that you'd get shocked on, is that the side where you, you and your screws. father-in-law had the modification? Yes. That may, that may be it then. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, so we'll, you know, for those that are interested, which select <laughs> few, I'll keep you updated. <laughs> Good, good, yeah. Um, but also, I do do think it's good for the long-term health of the treadmill because just going, you know, getting shocked to the point where it shuts off is only so good. That, and without the yeah, that's, power, that's, yeah, that's probably not good. That, that treadmill is no good, <laughs> and I will be upset, and we'll have to buy another treadmill if, um, if it goes down, even even with my mo- you know, small use and and so forth. So. That's my little treadmill story. So I've been working out on that, and I don't know if I shared with you. The moment I realized I need to get in better shape was when I tried to uh, stand on my daughter's hoverboard she got for Christmas and yeah. could not do it. And I said, my balance is so off that you know the, the weight <laughs> is not distributed properly and or I'm just not yeah. active or fit enough right. that I should be. You know, like I still get I, – I still am in the realm of there are people playing NFL – national football or wrestling you know professional wrestlers that are my age or older that are doing incredible feats and i can't stand on a hoverboard so that is um that's where my journey has started but well and i i mean clearly i can't speak for you and wouldn't want to speak for you but I, i i guess in my head it seems to me that that sort of a realization probably strikes you a lot harder than it would me just because I've never been a very physical or sportsy kind of guy. So, oh, look at that guy. He can run. He can jump. He can do that. Like, I've never been, oh, man, because that's never been me. Whereas you, I imagine, look at those folks and be like, oh, look at this dude. He's my age and he's doing all this stuff. And you have the, the secondary thought of, I used to be able to do all of that. Is that yeah? Is that well, what, what that is? I guess. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't ever put it into terms, you know, thanks for calling me out on the carpet in the middle of a podcast here, making me. <laughs> what, what are brothers for, Eric? That's right. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, when you think about it, so I've not only 
pulled out the treadmill, but I also pulled out the weight bench. And Ooh. and I have – yeah, I I do not like doing push-ups, but that's part of my, like, Habitica, and that's a right. teaser for episode coming soon. Um, right. it, it's on there to do strength training, you know. So uh, yeah. strength training – so it's really easy if you think about it. To do 20 push-ups oh, it's, in a day. It's it super easy to think about it. It's hard to actually do it. Eric. Well, that, the that, thinking well, about it part, I've got on lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, well, that's the thing, though. It takes you less than a minute to do 20 push-ups. 10 push-ups, whatever, some type of physical strength activity. And the one right. thing about getting your chest big is that it helps you disguise your stomach, right? If you've got huge <laughs> bulging pectorials, yeah. you don't have to worry. Yeah. Like, you just need them to be even, right? So right. if you can even right. them out, then you look fine. Because I've seen a lot of fat people with big guts that are just huge chests, and you're like, ah, no big deal. It, I, it, right. It, it go- so my thought process was, all right, start doing push-ups. And get those, get, you know, work on the belly a little bit, even them out a bit. Right. You could still have your potato chips as long as you dedicate <laughs> a couple minutes to doing a chest workout, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, and, sure. And there's, other, you know, there's other aspects to it, you know, too. Like if you got like nice, nice looking arms or whatever like that from doing push-ups and stuff like that, you know, you get kind of a pass for having a little bit of the stomach. Not that I'm in any way trying to be vain. I like, I don't really give two, two craps, right? You know, what people think of me. I'm looking at myself in the mirror and saying, hey, I don't like this double chin or like I this shirt is getting way too small on me. I got to go up a size, blah, blah, blah. Right. So those are issues. So nonetheless, I look, you know, I try to do uh, push ups and I don't like doing them. So I got the weight bench out, which I don't mind doing, you know, bench press. So uh, so I do bench press and, and so forth each day. And every every set that I do, I give myself a little plus on my Habitica. So it's part of my game plan. To not only work on, you know, losing weight, but building up my strength. Uh, so, yeah. and and I look back to my youth, I'm like, man, I would have crushed this when I was 170 pounds. Like, what's wrong with you, Eric? You got, you know, an extra 100 pounds on you now and you can barely lift this stuff. So, yeah, I do challenge myself, I guess, a little bit more as an athlete than maybe you would. Never really thought yeah. too much of it. But I do think of those people that are playing football and they're like, this 35-year-old, he's about to retire now. I'm like, shit. I'm like, come yeah. on. Like, <laughs> so, right, right. So yeah. here, let's, I guess, wrap up this conversation because I think it, it's healthy. You asked me beforehand offline if uh, if the Apple Watch contests uh, start at the beginning of the week or, or how that works. Sounds to me like you and I need to get back into the Apple game where we're challenging yeah. each other. No, because, yeah, that, that, that level of accountability helps drive things because, like, I know if I'm left to my own devices and I wake up one morning and don't feel like doing a thing, it's kind of like, well, no one's going to know. I can just skip it. And then once I've skipped one, like I said, I go into that, that fail mode of I've, I've screwed up once. Why bother? And then it just goes into a spiral. Yeah. Having you on the other end helps, helps keep that from happening. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, you know, it, the, as long as we don't, I always got to watch myself because I get uber competitive and the yeah, whole goal do. of the Apple contest <laughs> is to hit 600 points. If you hit 600 points and you can't lose, you can tie, but you can't lose. So I find right. myself like killing it and to the point where the wife is yelling at me for stuff. But I think it's healthy to have <laughs> a goal to like, it might be the difference between me walking just to close my ring or saying, Hey, I didn't max out my points for the day. So I need to keep walking. So I think, and, right. and ultimately that helps with getting, you know, burning, burning calories, sweating, you know, doing all these other things. So I think it's, I think it's a good, fair thing to start that we have. Um, 
I think we start some Apple contest and it'll be healthy. Not enough to get a, to get me divorced, at least. Um, but hopefully we can <laughs> we can report later in the in the month. You know, maybe we'll do a, a recap episode later in March or so and just kind of give some progress here and ask, you know, ask for everybody else to join along if they would like and to share their yeah. progress and or, you know, get get fit with the Hersey boys. I like it. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Eric. Thanks for the the motivating speech there, Coach Eric. I oh, guess thanks. I'll be Professor Todd. You can be Coach Eric. We'll, we'll oh, go with geez. that moving forward. Watch game film. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So thanks, Eric. Uh, thank you, listeners. Hope you found this enjoyable. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Toddcast.